Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to the Spurred On podcast and it's interview time again. I've got with me a man who I found on Twitter with some of his Spurs takes that I have to say I agreed with the majority of. So I slid into his DMs. I challenged him to a penalty competition. He pulled my pants down, won 100 quid of my money. And now I've got him on the Spurred On podcast. It's Harry Brooks. Harry, how are you, mate? I'm good. Thank you, mate. Yeah. Um, do I get £100 for this one? or No, no, not this one. No. <laughs> I've okay. actually I've actually had to give up football penalty gamble, which uh, for anyone who never <laughs> saw it, I used to challenge people to take five penalties against me. And if they scored all five, they won money. Harry and two of his uh, students who he coaches yeah. pulled my pants down, or at least one of them did, I think. Well, r- rumour has it that I might have cheated on my ones, apparently. According to the rule book, I wasn't allowed to do what I did. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, you're not going to get the money back, I'm afraid, mate. So that's no, uh, that's, not one. <laughs> that's fair enough. I mean, mm. I, I don't think you cheated with the penalties, but I think the spot was a bit too close for the size of the it, goals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, kn- I knew I had a big advantage when you came down. I didn't know that much. Yes. <laughs> but I, I would say that. I don't want to sound like, a, you know, a whinging Spurs fan. But Harry, <laughs> just let me double check with you. You are a Spurs fan, right? I am a Spurs fan, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, begrudgingly, for a few years, I must admit, but um, you know, part of that is due to how the club was performing, um, and part of that is also just due to the nature of my work. It's very hard to be biased towards uh, any club for obvious yeah. reasons. Well, um, give 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 the the viewers and listeners a little idea about your coaching. Just uh, tell them a little yeah. bit about it so they get an idea. Yeah, yeah. So I basically coach professional and academy footballers outside of their clubs. Um, it's a three pronged approach. It's coaching, so it's when they get um, available pitch time. Um, obviously, um, I coach them. Uh, analysis, so I watch their games and provide video for them um, in terms of like, you know, I might be grabbing clips from elsewhere and just sending feedback in. It could be a number of ways to to analyse their game. And then the third thing, which a lot of people perhaps don't appreciate, but is arguably the most important, is the mentoring 
uh, which sort of helps them navigate, um, you know, day-to-day life through football and, and yeah, life in general, to be honest. And, and I do still work with grassroots players as well. I'll, I always want to keep my hand in that. I quite enjoy that. Um, but that's it in a nutshell, really. Um, yeah, so basically think of it as like how obviously I know people have probably all seen footballers doing extra work on the outside in the gym, uh, a PT. Um, yeah. Think of it kind of like that, but in a football sense. Absolutely amazing. And I've seen some of your social media where you kind of um, talk about the players who are doing really well and making yeah. their moves up the football hierarchy. Do you want to give give the listeners and the viewers uh, a couple of names so they can get an idea of who you've coached? Yeah, of course. Obviously, I can't reveal, reveal every name, but one one lads, I guess, probably the one that, um, in terms of the professional game that I've worked with the longest is is a lad called Gideon Kodua. Worked with him when he was 12 years old at West Ham. Um, you know, uh, obviously a good player, but lots of things to work on. Wasn't always the most confident lad. And then just worked with him over a number of years, helped build him up. And then, you know, last year was just an incredible year. If anybody saw what the West Ham under 18s done. Yeah, they won, uh, they, they won the cup, didn't they? Yeah, he was, and he was their captain. Uh, he scored that goal, the forty-yard lob in the final. Yeah. Um, yep, I'm not afraid to say that I had a little tear in my eye when he did that. Um, and yeah, just a few players, you know, players or like in and around. I don't want to highlight too many players. I only highlighted no. him because he's the one I've worked with probably the longest in regards to professional football. Um, but you know, I work with a, a group of players that you know they're they're really making their inroads into first team football now, which is great to see. And yeah. um, you know, the idea is you stick with them throughout their career. Uh, I'll forgive you sleeping with the enemy because I have to say I've slept with the enemy and worked a little bit for some rival clubs as well. <laughs> Sometimes when you want to be in football, you have to. But you brought up the word confidence there and uh, it just sprung to me that uh, something I've thought about a lot with Spurs over the last few years, I want to ask you directly now that you've brought that up. Yeah. Confidence is obviously a huge thing with with players. And in terms of Spurs, I felt over the last couple of years, we have a player in Ryan Sessegnon who I think is an absolute talent, right? Real mm. potential. We bought potential. We've seen him do it in the Premier League before for Fulham and he's had his moments for Spurs. He's played under a couple of, let's just say, defensive managers. But I feel like in terms of, and it's only my opinion, but in terms of looking at a player on the pitch, I've never seen a player at the top level with such potential kind of lack confidence in the way that I feel he does. Not your opinion, that's my opinion, but but taking that as an example, what can you do at the elite level to kind of bring someone up out of that out of that kind of situation? And I would also say back in the day, Gareth Bale actually had a, a time when he was at Spurs when he was lacking confidence as well. And there was that whole stuff about him not having won a game in 25 games or whatever. But at that elite level, is it about the manager putting an arm around you? Is it about being lucky enough to have the right kind of manager and... Just to finish my question, could Big Ange be the right kind of manager to bring that out of, of Ryan Sessegnon and for us to see what talent he has? Yeah, I mean, there's a few points to that. I guess that the the first thing I'll say is that footballers um, are a lot mentally stronger than people give them credit for. For them to even get to the level of being a professional footballer, never mind one in the Premier League, it requires so much mental strength. But at the end of the day, they are still human and when the lights are on you and things aren't going well, it's you it is incredibly difficult for that not to have an effect on you. And it would be amazing if it was a one size fits all approach because but then there'd be no such thing as mental health issues and no such thing as lack of confidence because the answer would be there. And unfortunately it's not. And it's about understanding who the player is, who the person is rather, that's probably a better way to say it, who the person is. Um understanding them as a person before a footballer and First of all, making sure that they're okay as a person, making sure that, you know, they're, they're being helped with whatever they need, good and bad. 
Um, and just make, but in terms of getting the best from them in terms of a player, about understanding what makes them tick and how do they work best? You know, do they need an arm around the shoulder? I think you can see with Ryan Sissio, I agree completely. He has no confidence in his game. You know, when he's getting the ball, he never tries to go at his man. If he does, it's always like a uh, last ditch, you know, it's, and, and that's in him. And a lot of that is also down to the kind of player he is. I think he's, I think he's been misrepresented as a player quite a lot. I don't think he's, I think it's very, you know, you, you've done it there with Gareth Bale, but you've done it more because of the, um, the, the storyline that, you know, I remember people were sort of hoping that he was going to be the next Gareth Bale for Tottenham in terms of style. And he's never been that player. He's always been a player that's like ghost into certain areas and finished from, you know, crosses or cutbacks and put good balls across and things like that. And, you know, I think that he's never really perhaps been best utilized for that. Um, so it's a very, very difficult one. I think in terms of what Ange can do with him. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, yeah, listen, I think Andrew's the perfect manager to give a player confidence. But at the end of the day, it will always be the player themselves that dictates how far they go. And that's not to say they do it on their own. Of course not. You need help around you. But... Mm. I think it's, it's you know, to put it bluntly, it is crunch time coming up this year for Ryan Sessegnon. And, of course, uh, you know, what he's achieved already is remarkable. And there's no reason he can't go on to improve at Tottenham. But I do think there's a bit, I think I feel a little bit sorry for him because of that misprofiling of who he is. People expect him to be this player that's going to burn past players and explode past them. And he's never been that. And that's not his game. Yeah. But there is no question that he is a, a shell of himself. Um, and has been because of that, I think, as you said, the confidence or the lack of. Yeah, totally. I, I don't know, maybe naively, I'm quite excited to see what Ange can do with Brian yeah. Hill, Ryan Sessegnon yeah. and, and Gio Lo Celso. Uh, I want to yeah. keep, I, I mentioned to you before, I want to keep these kind of interviews nice and sweet and pithy. Um, so let's talk about Big Ange. You know, are you as excited with your kind of coaching hat on as I am? I'm, I'm most impressed, in fact, with the way that I feel like he is making players who people doubted actually show their full potential you know how far can this go do you think how excited are you let me show you how excited i am one second it was my birthday literally last week <laughs> i love it i love it the book coaching me three three big oh, wow. books. got the australian one there the first one then it's time at celtic and then there's one that came out recently i think literally just about he's about to start the tottenham what's it called revolution so there you yeah. go harry um, brooks never not working <laughs> listen to be honest that that's that honestly isn't the Spurs fan in me that is me loving him as a manager and as a coach um I love them at Celtic I won't profess to have watched all of Celtic play every single game I, you know there's only so much time in the world but um 
I was obviously made aware of him when he went to join Celtic because that's where it was a very interesting move, you know, and okay, you want to hear about this person. And you saw certain things, certain things they were working on. It's like, okay, right. That's interesting. You hear more about who he is as a person and watch his teams play. And I just think he's fantastic. I think he is already comfortably my favorite ever Spurs manager. He has, like I said, at the start of the, 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 the show, it's very difficult for someone like me to be a, a complete fan because let's say, for example, I work with an Arsenal player. I can't, do you see what I mean? So, of course, of course. But I would be lying if I said, so, but also it's been hard for me to be, uh, you know, love the club with how they've behaved the last few years. But what Aaron just done is completely take me back to that fan. I'm going to games now as a fan. I can't help it. Um, I think he's just, he is incredibly likable. I think he's a, you can, obviously we don't know, I don't know who he is personally, but you can see that he's a very decent human being. I think that makes a big difference. I think he just has this ability to connect people and to bring people together. And he doesn't do it with any narrative or fluff. It's all just honest, genuine, authentic work. And he is so self-confident in his ideas, the team around him, that you can't not be self-confident from that yourself. And I just think he's got the whole club right now on his back and he's just taking them through and just, it just seems like that trusting father figure. Um, and that's not, I haven't even really discussed his, his actual coaching and, you know, the, the way the team plays. I think the coaching is outstanding. You know, the way the team plays, it's it's not just attractive for the sake of it. It's effective. It's ways to hurt the opposition, ways to attack. So at the moment, I couldn't be happy. I really couldn't. Amazing. And I I, I feel like it's such a far cry. And, and I'll be honest, like I thought, Conte was the right person. I thought we were lucky to have him at the start. And I thought Jose could do a job with us. And it was that kind of just what I, I have to say. It was what Levy said in that fan forum. He, he he felt it was time to get a win now manager. A lot of people had talked about it. But now that we've got Ange and the way that he talks, just as you described, and the way that he is, you know, totally relentless about I'm playing this kind of football because this is the best kind of football for us yeah. to win games. Yeah. Now it makes me think, how did I ever get kind of tricked into thinking any different? doesn't make any sense. And I, I personally I personally yeah. think Spurs, you know, I think we need to keep this manager as long as we can for a start. But yeah. so, secondly, we also need to be deep thinking about lists in the background for if he gets poached by Man City or, or someone else, who is yeah. the next man who can can take it on? Do you know what I mean? And, and not fall into this kind of flip-flopping of attacking manager to defensive manager to man manager to, you know, carrot and stick. Do you see what I mean? I think with, yeah, what you said there is, I think I agree with you regarding Jose and Conte. First of all, they are fantastic managers, but it's one of those situations where the problem with them too wasn't necessarily them too. Of course, they made mistakes, but the fact that it's not going to work unless the club is moving in the same style, in the same direction, sorry. And if you have a win-now manager, as people call them, mm. um, but your approach is still very much of like, well, we're a developmental phase, then there's going to be that disparity and it's going to be fireworks and, it, and not in a good way. Um, it's going to be those clashes. So it doesn't matter what approach you take. You can be the the developmental phase. You can be the ones that want to do, do it over time. You want to be the ones that perhaps get the overall structure into place, whatever it might be. But as long as the club is geared towards that approach, that is what matters. And as you said, the the ad hoc approach of win now, now go back to this, now go back to that, now do it. It, it was always going to be a mess. So it seems to be whether it's on purpose or by accident, they've fallen into a situation now where they are looking to be structured in this way. They're looking to build the overall structure of the club to protect itself in case and 
or when does go, whatever that might be, or mm. a certain player leaves and it doesn't all fall apart because exactly. the understanding and the structure is there and then the next person comes in and in their way, but still carries on that, that um, process, I guess is the right word. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Okay, so uh, it comes to the old prediction question then. How far can Ange take us? And let's just stick to this season for now. I think we've all been surprised at the start but you know you're seeing it from a more analytical tactical viewpoint than I ever could what do you think could potentially happen what's a realistic take anything can happen so you know people will say oh there's no chance of winning the league well of course there is a chance now it's a very unlikely chance you know you can't really point to the Leicester because that was a freak but you know things can happen and Spurs are a very very good team I think the two things that will let Spurs down is I think they still lack that I call it a presence forward. And by presence, I don't mean they're the biggest physically player. They yep. just have that aura and presence where the attacks in the final third, they go through them. James Madison's more the person that feeds that presence, but they that that forward in the in that forward line that could be like, I'm the guy, I'll take charge of this. Like it's nil-nil, like give the ball to me, I'm gonna go score the winner, whatever that might be. I they feel like we that. I feel like we used to have one of those. Yeah, funny that, yeah. We've had a few over the years. Yeah, yeah. one of them really recently. Can't remember his name quite. No. Um no, but uh no, yeah. I'm, actually, you know what? With 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 Harry Kane, I actually want him to win it all. Um, I, I love I, I loved him well. still do. I'm not one of those people that's bitter. I, I loved him no, still do. I, I do as well. I put notifications on their games on live score now. I have to say oh, I've had yeah. Yeah, I I have to say I've um, had this conversation with a few people, but I'm like, what would happen if they, like, how quickly do you think Harry Kane would try and move back to the Premier League if they won the Champions League and the Bundesliga this season? I think he would yeah, be like looking to go it. straight away. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think he'd want to give it at least two years, but it wouldn't surprise me if after that he starts angle for move as long as he's won, you know, the the, trof- the trophies he has yeah. at Bayern Munich. And then I think to so to carry on, I think the second thing they they lack is probably what most people recognise is is that depth. You know, at the moment, they've got a fantastic first level. They've got some good rotation options, but mm. I think if there's an injury to Vicario, the two centre-halves, Basuma and Madison, it's it's disaster. Like, any of those guys are out, it's disaster. I I like Hoybier. You know, people might say he's a good cover for Basuma, but it's a very different thing, very different way of playing, very different requirements. I think that people will, you know, underestimate how important Basuma is. So I just think it's that it's those two things that I think will stop it. But to be honest, I would anything can happen. So if, for example, you know, touch with this doesn't happen, but if there was some of those disaster injuries in the next week or so, maybe I wouldn't be as confident on getting top four. Yeah. But if the team stays as it is, stays fit, stays fresh, then I would certainly expect them to get top four at a minimum. And listen, who knows? Who knows what can end up happening? But I would say those are the two things that are perhaps stopping Tottenham from being genuine, genuine. Um, title challenges. Title challenges. Yeah, I think I I kind of agree. Although just because I'm very excitable at the moment, I'm going to play glass half full and say it's even exciting that if we had those. To me, it's really it's even exciting that if we had those disaster injuries, I feel like Ange would put his trust in some younger players, and yeah. he would not be afraid to put players in who have the attributes for the position, rather mm-hmm. than maybe some former managers would put a player in because he is next hierarchical player yeah, or the yeah. elder player do you see what i mean and and yeah, then no, we no, would no. learn more about those players yeah i know what you mean and yeah i agree with that i don't listen if there were the, those injuries i don't think it would fall apart i think angie's too good for that um but i just don't i think obviously it would become more of a challenge because at the end of the day like you could be the best manager in the world it will still be the, the player quality uh, you know and and how the players perform and you know how good they are that the 
And I think most managers would admit that. Of course, a good manager gets the best out of their players and gets more from them than what others maybe have done. But it still has to be the players that perform on a Saturday or a Sunday, whenever it is. So, yeah, I think obviously it wouldn't fall apart at all. I think Angie's too good, like I said. But those would be my two main concerns. Cool. And last question. Uh, I don't know, you may not have an answer to this, but hearing on the grapevine, you work with a lot of kind of young and academy players. Who's the next great hope coming out of Spurs? Is it Mikey Moore? He's the one I keep reading about. Yeah, Mikey Moore's a fantastic talent. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you know, a few of the lads are getting, um, are getting quite a lot of coverage now. I know there's a lot of excitement about Mikey Moore. Um, very interesting player, good ball manipulation, really creative, good instincts, has that sort of like off-the-cuff ingenuity. Obviously, everybody knows about Jamie Donnelly. Um, you know, he was on the bench recently. He's another fantastic talent. Uh, he could be someone that could be potentially uh, maybe even a James Madison cover for now, uh, maybe higher up the pitch. He's a phenomenal talent. Yeah, I'd say that Spurs Academy right now, there's some real talents coming through. Obviously, there's some others that perhaps I'm going to keep a bit uh, under my nose. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I might get a few angry phone calls from parents. But um, yeah, listen, there's some fantastic talent coming through at Tottenham. And put it this way, I would be um, amazed if at least two or three of them aren't making decent first team impressions by this time next year or yeah very exciting and also a far cry from what was happening under Antonio where there didn't seem to be any kind of free route um very cool so Harry let us uh, let the viewers and the audience and the listeners know where they can find you on social media I always get asked this and I always forget my actual app bear with me there it I is I think you're at Harry at h brooks underscore coach or something you actually know better than me. Yeah, it is that. Yeah, there you go. So H Brooks underscore coach. You can see I'm not very good with this stuff, but um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram is the same. I made sure to do that at a bare minimum. So if I can't even remember one, so I don't have to remember two of them. Uh, so yeah, it's H Brooks underscore coach and people can check that out if they want to see some examples of who I work with and any opinions I have. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the Spurred On podcast and giving your opinions. A learned opinion, not very often seen when it's just people listening to what I have to say. Thanks so much. And everybody, come on, you Spurs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.